Well, somebody in here thinks Justin Herbert has the best hair in the NFL. The best hair? I don't. Nobody thinks he has the best uh, hair in the NFL. Well, why is it on the show sheet? It's on the show sheet. Okay, it's on the show sheet because Herbert got his hair cut. So yeah, did you see that, Corey? The hair cut. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you hear this today? No. Oh, dude. Are there pictures? It looks bad. (laughs) I don't know if I like. You (laughs) did (laughs) it. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Okay, okay, it's Huddle Up, a football club podcast. Subscribe now, please, uh, on whatever you're listening to. Just hit subscribe. Uh, I'm Tony. I'm joined by Corey and Daniel, as always. Hi, guys. Uh, more oh. pressing matters than the introductions. What about Herbert's haircut? Man, that is atrocious. <laughs> it's not a bad haircut. Saw, the problem is that... I saw a comment that said, this is Sid from the Toy Story. <laughs> oh, that's mean. That's mean. That's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> it's it looks so like accurate. It's not accurate. Mommy? He's he's not chunky enough to be Sid. That's that's mean. That's that's harsh. Oh, Sid was the little evil kid. He wasn't yeah. fat. Oh, he was chunky though. He was mean. No, chunky. he was not. You okay, need to go watch Toy Story again. I'll watch it again. I'll this just is, say it. This is what this is, is what it. separates Herbert from Burrow and Tua. This is why he's the worst one in the class. Is because <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Listen, the guy's got zits. Mommy called, said, Justin, it's time to get your hair cut, buddy. I'm going to fly in and cut your hair again. I haven't done it in two years. They haven't cut his hair for like 10 years, dude. Did you see how long his hair was? It wasn't. It was like two years long. No, it was not two years long. If that. It would take me 20 years to grow that much hair. It definitely wasn't 10 years. That's a long time. Here's the thing. If if Herbert was a franchise quarterback in the NFL, he would have the sack to find a barber to come to him and get a real haircut. Oh, stop. Is He's there, still leaning on his mom. Listen, I liked the haircut. I thought it looked good. That's bad. I didn't like okay, this. So, you know what? He Corey, needs, what? I'm going back to one thing you said here. You said that Herbert's the worst out of the three. Let's just say it. The big three, Tua, Burrow, Herbert. Put him in order. Tua, Burrow, Herbert. Oh, my God. Tua's played two games. And Tua's, like, in a different league. Oh, my God. This is forecasting. This is forecasting. So, for the future. No, this is right now. Right now. Who would you rather – yeah, who would you build your franchise around? That's, I guess, put that in order. Okay. Tony, who would you pick? Tua, Herbert, and who? And Burrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> ah that's difficult um i'll take burrow i take burrow and then who Here's what the- burrow burrow oh man i want to say tua but i feel like it's because Corey. i feel like he's influenced me i'll, I'll say oh god i'll give you mine you want me to give you mine yeah give me yours burrow herbert tua 
Okay. All right. So I want to get I want to get back to a hair conversation here in a second. Okay. 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 Here's what does it. Here's what does it for me. When you watch Tua throw the football, I feel like as a fan, whenever he he looks down the field, he locks in and he rips it. This Tua knows what he's doing with the football. He's going to put it in the right spot. And I feel like his confidence on the field, I think, as a fan, feels really – it reminds me of like an Andrew Luck or like a Peyton Manning because those are the guys we watch. But whenever you saw them look and rip it, you knew it was going to be a complete pass. And that's the feeling I get out of Tua. He has that confidence. He rolls out of the pocket, and he just rips it to his guy, no questions. When, when uh, Burrow or Herbert throw down the field, sometimes I feel like they're just spraying and praying. And a lot of, you know, it's been working out so far, but just the way they release the ball and, you know, where it's going, I, they just don't look confident doing it. And I think that's what sets, separates them. I think two is just a franchise guy for sure. And that's just the way I Man, feel in my mind. I, I feel like when you were describing Tua, you were describing Herbert in, in my mind. Like everything you just said, I believe about Herbert. So Herbert had that throw off his back foot this week. That was really nice. We watched it together. Me, me he has that every me week. And you, Daniel. He, he seems I like he, yeah. That. It seems like he does that every week. But whenever whenever it comes out, man, it just looks like a prayer. I feel like at some point those are just going to turn into picks, kind of like it has with Carson Wentz. Like I, Tua isn't going to be a guy that gets himself in that spot. He would never. He would just throw that out of bounds and probably wouldn't even take that chance. But I. He'd just be more confident in that throw and would probably make it from a different spot. Okay, but wait. Can I change the conversation real quick? We were going to talk about the best hair in the NFL after Herbert's haircut, but I actually want to talk about the worst hair because I just stumbled across Mark Davis. I think he's the owner of the Raiders. Have you seen his haircut? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so real quick. Dude, this chili bowl has (laughs) been the worst for years. Okay, but God... Is there a worse haircut? Let's just knock this out. No. Hey, hey, no. Whenever, we're, whenever we're making this sheet, I have a best haircut section and a dumb haircut section that's way bigger. Okay, well, we should publish that. That should be that should be private event stuff. You have to subscribe to get that content. Don't well, tell them. Gonna... Corey, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Derek you know Henry's what, hair is pretty bad. When we were looking at the hair, dude, Derek Henry's hair is the worst. It looks like a giant fucking chud. We're all we're on big the same page. Big old meaty dog, big old turd chud. <laughs> well, what started? Okay, stop. Enough. 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 It's my fault. I got us here. I'm sorry. You're right about you're right about us hair. That's what it looks like. The whole thing started with me thinking about like, <laughs> oh god, Daniel, you're dead. <laughs> Go ahead, go I was ahead, trying Derek. to find the best hair, and Larry Fitzgerald was one of the guys I thought about. And then I thought about, well, holy shit, Larry Fitzgerald's not going to be around for very long. Like, we're seeing the end of Larry Fitzgerald. This is it. No, and, I'm not done talking about hair. Well, Trey Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, seen, you know who Trey Boston is? No. I, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the DB. The, the DB for the Panthers who has freaking tentacles hanging out of his helmet. I don't understand <laughs> how nobody's gotten, like, like noosed by it and like died because you can't read his jersey number. You can't read the number on the front of his jersey because his freaking hair hangs over the front of his jersey. It's outrageous. And the best hair in the NFL, way better than Justin Herbert's stupid haircut, is Antonio Brown. Oh my god! Antonio Brown's come out with the flat top mohawk hybrid. He's got the mohawk dread fade. 
So that's a mohawk that's dreads. He's got a fade. And then the bleached mustache, two blue dread, one bleached dread fade. That was very, very specific. That's your best hair? That's your best hair? Oh, absolutely. Nobody can touch AB's hair. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, imagine what AB's barber could do to Justin Herbert's hair. Jesus. (laughs) The conversation wasn't supposed to be about hair. It wasn't supposed to be about that. The show sheet (laughs) says Herbert's hair. Well, yeah, I know, but that was like a springboard into the segment. More hair conversation. No, it was supposed to be about Larry Fitzgerald's hair and about how great his hair is <laughs> and how we're not going to get to see his beautiful hair very much longer. Oh, I see. That's the point. It's fine. Though. It's fine. It's fine. Does anybody else have magnificent I'm, hair they want to share? I'm sorry. I misinterpreted the show, the show sheet. It's fine. The truth is, we've got Drew Brees. Drew Brees is seriously injured. Larry Fitzgerald's uh, clearly at the end of his career. Uh, um, I mean, there's so many more. Roethlisberger is on on the verge of a playoff run. I mean, they seem like a Super Bowl favorite. There are so many veteran players that are that are bound to retire. It seems like it happens every year. But for this this year, to me, it seems a little more major. Are there like? Is it? Am I crazy here, or is? Is there like a shift happening in football that we're going to see over the next couple of years where the younger players kind of take over the AJ Browns, the DK Metcalfs, the Kyler Murray's the I'm trying to think of these second and third year players that are poised to take over the entire league. Does that make sense? I mean, are we seeing a a turn here or is this normal? Yeah. And it's been happening. I mean, we've lost Peyton Manning. Uh, Tom Brady's getting there we don't know how long he's got left drew Brees is definitely getting there uh roethlisberger for sure those were the four or five guys along with andrew luck that were going to be the rivers is right there rivers Rivers is there there. yeah those five guys not including andrew luck were the face of the nfl for 15 years every time those guys got together sunday night football and now they're starting to dwindle out and i i think the next era is going to be different though i mean pat mahomes i think is going to lead it but he's not your, you know, your surgical, you know, pass the ball downfield, kind of like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning didn't have the arm like Mahomes does. It's it's more this college style, spread the field, gunslingers. Uh, it's going to be a different look. And I don't – I the next era, I don't think these quarterbacks are going to be relevant as long. So you might see like Pat Mahomes and let's say Herbert takes off. These guys may only be – you know, hot quarterbacks for five, six, seven years. And then, you know, they kind of fall off just because the way the systems are evolving. So I don't know if we'll ever have an era like we were coming out of. And it is sad to see the end of it because those, those five guys were people we all, I, I grew up with for sure. So it's pretty wild. I, I honestly think Pat Mahomes is going to be one of those guys that 15 years from now we'll be talking about still. I think the way, He's already evolved and is changing the NFL. Uh, they're morphing the team around him. And kind of like what happened with Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees and Peyton Manning, I mean, they were the leaders of their team. I don't see anybody taking over that for the Chiefs. And I think I think a decade from now, Pat Mahomes will still be the face of the NFL. Yeah, if anybody's going to do that, I think it's going to be Pat Mahomes. But 
Like with got like you guys know how high I am on Kyler Murray. I, in my personal opinion, I think he can be better than Mahomes. But even a guy like Murray, you know, just as much as he runs around, we've already seen Lamar Jackson kind of. He's not as hot as he was last year, so I don't know. I feel like a lot of these guys, a lot of the, the teams are leaning towards more mobile quarterbacks, and I just feel like their lifespan isn't as long. I mean, we're already seeing Carson Wentz dwindle out a little bit. No, you're right about Kyler Murray, and he's done um, – you know, it wouldn't shock me, actually, if Kyler Murray – if he grew into a position where he was a face of the NFL, I mean, he isn't that different than Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson, I think, is – I think if I had to pick one guy that was going to become the new face of the NFL, it would be, it would be Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes. It, uh, oh, that's well, brutal. Well, it's, here's the thing. Russell it's like 1A1B. Russell Wilson's getting to veteran status, you know, in right, right, right. five, six years, he could be talking about retiring, you know? No, 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 no. Russell Wilson's not going to re- be retiring in five or six years. I don't think that's the case at all. Well, he probably won't, but we might be talking about it, you know? Uh, maybe so. Regardless, I could see, I could see either of those guys, Wilson or uh, Mahomes, both becoming these new veteran quarterbacks that we watch every week. Like you're saying, Corey, I understand what you're saying. And I agree. Kyler Murray could grow into one of those roles. Maybe he's one of our future stars. Like maybe he's one of the, one of the big times. I don't know. I don't know. I still, I still worry. He's, he's still small. <laughs> he's he has tiny time. hands. He's big time, but he's, he's got big. little hands, buddy. Little hands. I know. I know he does, but we've never seen anything like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Elite arm. Elite arm. Calamari has elite arm and elite speed. Never and, been seen before. And Kyler Murray's elite arm and elite speed have landed the Cardinals at the top of the NFC West, which I think is probably one of the most difficult divisions in football right now. The Rams, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals are all six and three, and the and the Cardinals sit on top. I think that 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 is probably the most important and the closest divisional race in all of football. So let's just the three of us real quick talk about like Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, and the Niners are there too, but they're two games down. So what do you think is going to happen here in the NFC West? I think what we just named off is probably going to be what happens. We've seen the Seahawks lose two straight, and it's because they can't stay in games that Russell Wilson can't put up, you know, 30-plus points. Uh, They're giving up. On, they're on pace, and again, we're through 10 weeks of the NFL season. They're on pace to give up the record amount of passing yards through a year, ever. Um, that defense is not what it used to be, and that's going to be what ends up holding this division together. Um, out of the four, the Rams have the best defense, but the Cardinals have a better offense than the Rams. So the Cardinals' defense is better than the Seahawks' defense. And I think we're talking about how dynamic Kyler Murray is. I think it's going to finish exactly how it's listed here. Cardinals first, Rams second, and they still get in the playoffs. And then Seahawks, heck, they're, they're going to be third in that division, but they're going to be fighting for that playoff spot because there's more in the playoffs this year, more teams being allowed in. Well, yeah, I think, um, yeah. So you're saying all but, three of them. You're saying this is a division that three teams get in. All three Potentially. I think I, I, the Seahawks are the only question. And I love Russell Wilson. I love the offense, but the defense is what's going to kill him. Hell, we're getting here colder weather. If the Seahawks travel anywhere that have a defense, they're in trouble. We've seen it two weeks in a row. 
it's a division that has two top three offenses and a top one top two defense, all three different teams. So the Cardinals, Seahawks, really good offenses, Rams on defense. Um, I think they're all three going to make it into the playoffs. And you were talking about the Seahawks maybe sliding now, but I think Russell Wilson gets them there. But I think the Rams could be the most deadly just because that defense is so good. And we know what that offense can be. They did it two years ago. They made it to the Super Bowl. They've been there before. I think they have the experience, although they just lost uh, their offensive tackle. Uh, if you guys – I don't have his name off the top of my head. He's the oldest guy. He's a good-looking big guy. Um, but Is it Whitworth? Got, yeah, Whitworth. Yep. Um, Andrew Whitworth. Yes. And they've got the firepower to get there, I think. Um I mean, the, the top teams in the NFC, NFC, you're looking at the Saints and the Bucks, um, The Rams, I, th- I think, can pull it out. I love Kyler Murray. I think they can do it, too. So, I think all three of them are dangerous. Yeah, they're all dangerous. I, I want to say the Cardinals because I like the Cardinals. And I think it's – honestly, I think because of you, Corey, I think you have got me drinking Kyler Murray's Kool-Aid, like, to this weird, like, extreme level. I don't, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm not doing that. The Seahawks have a fantastic schedule moving forward. They play the Cardinals Thursday night. So by the time this comes out, we'll be preparing for a Cardinals at Seahawks battle. Which I think the Seahawks are going to win, by the way. I, I, don't, I don't think they drop I don't think they drop two to Arizona. Uh, I don't think they get swept. Arizona has punched Seattle in the mouth over and over and over again. It's like uh, the Dolphins versus New England. I mean, that's just what it is. Like the, the, for some reason they just constantly win it doesn't make sense at all i, I don't know what's going to happen i think the seahawks what's win. after that what's uh, after that game though th- that's what's important is after that the eagles seahawks will win the giants seahawks will win the jets seahawks will win washington football team seahawks will win the rams okay so out of the next five weeks we've come across one game that the seahawks have to have to really fight to win. I think the Seahawks win the division. I take. The, I think that they could potentially take the bye. They could win the entire conference. Um, and for me, it's Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. Yeah, I, I hadn't looked ahead at their schedule. That seems pretty cupcake. I didn't know they play the dreaded NFC East. My God, that's lucky. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of the NFC East, that's the second most competitive division as far as I'm concerned, where every team sucks and <laughs> everybody thinks they have a chance. And that's the truth. They all have a shot. Eagles they do. Eagles lead the division at three and five, three and five, three and seven, two and seven, two and seven. So the, the Cowboys, so the Cowboys are the fourth place team, by the way, last team in the division. But they're only down by one game. They could be first. So... What do you see here, real quick? Let's just uh, let's just see here. The most competitive division, I think, but for like last place. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, obviously, shouldn't even be said. The one that wins the division is going to go to the playoffs, and then the next team will not make the playoffs. Um, God, it's between the Eagles and Washington for me. I think Washington has the better defense. Alex Smith coming in is helping that offense. I think they finally started to open up Antonio Gibson in the run game. They've got Terry McLaurin at wide receiver, who's just awesome. Um, 
to me, the defense wins out in this division. I think it's going to be Washington. I think it's going to be absolutely crazy. And we're going to be talking about even more so Alex Smith, who's already locked up comeback player of the year. It's, it's going to be a good story at the end of the year when he wins the division too. Uh, Washington's not going to make the playoffs. They've already got seven losses. They're not going to win the division. They've already got seven losses. That's two more than the Eagles. And the Washington, uh, Washington's got the Steelers, the Seahawks, the Panthers, uh, the 49ers, all four teams that I think beat them. And then you got like the Bengals, who I think can beat them. I don't think there's any chance Washington gets there. Um, <clears throat> What's the Eagles' these- rest of schedule, rest of season? I will. I'll pull that up right now. I think the Eagles are the team. Kind of like what I said about the Rams. They've got the experience. They've got the coach that's done it before. Um, e- Eagles don't have an easy schedule either. I mean, they got the Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, and then Cowboys in Washington. So it's not good an easy God. schedule. Do what? I, I was just saying, good God, these teams <laughs> have it rough. <laughs> Yeah, they've got it real rough. Um, I just here while I'm talking about the Eagles, I'm gonna pull up the Giants. But I, out of all, the Eagles have a two-loss advantage on all the other teams because of that tie. Um, even the Giants at second have seven losses, and I think that's just gonna carry huge. You think about playoff teams, nine and seven is usually the cutoff point. Anything below that, you don't make the playoffs. So you're talking all three of those other teams are already there. Um, oh, the Giants. Let's look at the Giants real quick. Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens. So <laughs> it's going to be brutal. Um, I think Carson Wentz is the guy to pull him out, though. I, I I love Daniel Jones. I think when he's got a clean pocket, he's one of the better, just like pure passers in the league. He can be surgical, <laughs> but I don't I don't think he has enough help there uh, up in New York. Are we going to have a five and eleven playoff team? <laughs> It's possible, man. It's rough over there. And I just with the Eagles with their two loss advantage right now, I think it's got to be them. I just think they pull it out and they have Carson Wentz, best quarterback in the division. The best quarterback in the division is Alex Smith. The best quarterback in the division is Alex Smith. I mean, that's just what it is. And he's been out for a couple of years, Corey, but come on. I mean, the guy was like, come on. He's an MVP not, not that long ago. And then he's got his legs cracked in the most horrible and disgusting way. Like I, I honestly think that the Washington Redskins are they're the team that's going to, that I really think they could take that division over and like become dominant with it. If Alex Smith is who he was. And I mean, I saw, we all saw Aaron Donald and the first week he was back was against the Rams and Aaron Donald was draped across his back. Every time anybody hits Alex Smith, we look at, we watch him, we watch his legs and every single time Alex Smith is fine. I mean, we're at a point with Alex Smith where we have to, we have to move on from the horrific injury that we all saw because he has recovered from it. He's showing us that he is back to exactly who he was before. The only difference is he's had two years out of throwing. He's had two years outside of, passing to open receivers or passing to receivers that are so open. I mean, I think it's going to take some time with him, but he's lucky because he has one of the best defenses in football. I mean, they've allowed almost, I mean, the fewest points in, I think, the conference, but I definitely know the division. Regardless, up next, next they got Bengals. they got a rookie quarterback, the Cowboys, third-string quarterback, maybe Andy Dalton. We don't know. He might be concussed still. Nobody knows. They're going to lose against the Steelers. Washington's going to be a fight, depending on 
how healthy that team is. I could see, I mean, going through the rest of the season, Washington could win five more games for the rest of the year. Am I crazy? I think Washington's going to win the division. Yeah, you're crazy. Alex Smith needs to prove one thing to me. Make it through a game without targeting J.D. McKissick 15 times. Oh, my God. You're so mad about J.D. McKissick. Dude, it's because it's so annoying to watch Redskins games. And it's just three yards, four yards, three yards, four yards. It's like, how do you make it down? How do you make it down the field? Yeah, Alex Smith has got the most yards because half of them are J.D. McKissick. It's his first, second, and third read on every single down. He needs to go, like what you said, he needs to go back to what he was. This guy once had Tyreek Hill on his team. Dude, give him long. a break. He's, come on, he's got Terry McLaurin on his team. Give him some no, slack. He's I, been, I'm not giving him a break. He's been out I'm for two years. Give him a break. I'm taking he I'm wiping the Rams game off this. He played the Giants through one touchdown, three picks. Uh for his first game back after two years. No, no, no. His first game back was the Rams. And then I, I apologize. You're right. You're right. And then went to Detroit and had three hundred and ninety yards, but no touchdowns. So like Daniel said, he's just checking it down. He's not moving it down the field or else he'd have some touchdown pass. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm not, it's not my, I guess it's not my prediction. It's what I want to happen. I want Washington to rise out of the NFC East and become perennial studs because of Alex Smith. I don't know why I want that, but that's what I want. That's what I want. So they, they play the Steelers and then who's that good team right after that? Oh, you asking me. This is like three games. They play the Steelers and then the Niners and then the, and then the Seahawks. But I think they beat the Niners. Okay. Uh, here's here's the, the Steelers. Go ahead, Daniel. Sorry, the Steelers, Seahawks, and Niners. The uh, the Washington football team will win two of those three games. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.